With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The bathhouse bunch with Sands Barb. Uh, we might have the other chick join us tonight. We're on. We will have the other chick. Her name is Kaylin. You're not on the air yet. Will you stop? Just call in. Uh, I'm not? No, you're, oh, okay. on, you're just on my speaker phone. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'll call you. I'll call All right, you. Right. All right, so uh, he's going to call in on the host line. And uh, then, like, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. Let me look up some bullshit on CNN, see what's going on there. guys i'm just uh making sure that we're on the air while we wait for uh rhett and eileen kayla kayla to call in So sorry for the dead air. I don't know why Rhett hasn't called in yet. I don't know if he has the right number or not. But um, oh, it says we're on the air. So let's just see what we do. I'll have to push play. Yes, I hear it. Oh, it says we're on the air. So let's just see what we do. I'll have to push play. Okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, so we are on the air. Um. I guess just go to Blog Talk Radio and search the Bathhouse Bunch. Probably find us there, best. But uh, well, let me call this dude back and see why he isn't calling in. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> We're getting more professional every week. I know, right? We only started like 10 minutes late today. <laughs> it only took me 10 <laughs> minutes to figure out exactly how to call in, but I did, and here I am. It's you a pleasure to talk to you, James. Pleasure to talk to now you as well, to... What? It's a pleasure to talk to you as well, I said. Eh. 
Is it really? <laughs> You've never acted like a, a before a day in your life. Like there's any pleasure in conversing with me. But um, it just, I missed your intro. What was what was the gist of it? Um, there was no gist really. <laughs> it's kind of rambling. Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, waiting for Rhett to call in, and hopefully the other trick calls in later. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, you 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 go from um, you go from uh, that girl to that chick. If I I just hate to remind you that I think it was three days ago you talked to her for two hours. <laughs> I know, but how many times did I say your name in like two hours? It's fucking bullshit, man. Well, the next time, maybe that's a, that's like one of those uh, memory exercises. Just say your name over and over again. Yeah. To the point right. to where it drives her, me, and the audience uh, crazy. I need you to fill the air for like 30 seconds. I'll be right back. Just ramble. All right. Okay. Um, I'm filling the air. <laughs> With uh, absolutely nothing. I've been watching. Uh, what have I been doing? I've been. Uh, I guess watching every WWE champion ranks from worst to best, which says a lot of about me as a forty-five-year-old man. I'm watching uh, 25 minute segments on the internet about old WWE wrestling. I should be ashamed. I should uh, figure out a way to live my life better. At least I don't masturbate to the images, but I think I uh, pay a little too much attention to them. Way to fill the air, buddy. Well, I don't know what you want from me. Um, I have no nothing to fill it with. You give me absolutely no context in order to fill the air. Um, the context is like I gave you basically a blank fucking canvas. So you could have talked about literally fucking anything in the world and you just sat there for like three minutes silent. Well, it would be like, okay, it would be like if you were, if I was actually, imagine this, right? If you walked into the room and you did hand me a blank fucking canvas without (laughs) anything to write on, any fucking paint, and then you walked off, what would I do with the fucking canvas? I'd be staring at it. I might pick it up, set it back down on its fucking easel. Like, and I'd say, why, you're why on the air fuck right you just now, give me so this? You have like a fucking pencil. You can draw whatever you want. Don't make it like I gave you just a blank sheet of fucking paper. That's what I was doing. I, I, no I, I, doodled, I doodled fuck James and his disorganization <laughs> to where we would be on the air for fucking three minutes. And he would say, okay, well, listen, I know this is actually a podcast where two people talk to each other, but I'm going to be gone for uh, 30 <laughs> seconds. I didn't go to broadcasting school. All right, and I don't have a record to spin either. I could be saying, well, you know, this is my this is my favorite band, the Beatles, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, you know. But no, you just leave me hanging and then criticize me. And this is, you know, it's been an ongoing you sound problem. Like a, 
I said like what now? A sixties Motown song. <laughs> and a sixties Motown song. <laughs> a sixties. Well, then, now you're just speaking to me in riddles, my man. <laughs> you went from giving me a canvas to speaking poetry, a fucking nineteen fifties beat poetry to me. And a sixties Motown song. What? <laughs> oh, it's like I'm in a 60s Motown song. Okay, I thought yeah. you said an asphyxiated Motown song, which, you know, the, it'd be like uh, with the time that uh, buried the fire at Barry Gordy's office. <laughs> it killed yeah. two of the Supreme, the original Supremes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> that girl <laughs> that you talked to for two and a half hours, whose name Kayla, is Kaylin, uh, should be calling in eventually. Seriously, can I just have to kid some Benadryl or some shit? That shit works. It's fucking like Benadryl, it, it works on dogs and children, is from what I understand. Yeah. I never so, give it to a dog, but... Many a many a child. We might be adopting a dog. <laughs> you know, we used to have a. Uh, no, this is going way way back in the day, and we had a mutual friend who had a child early, and um, would give the child nighttime or yeah nighttime child children's Nyquil <laughs> <laughs> every, every, every night before the child went to bed. And she would say, uh, "Take your." She would say, "Take your nine eye," okay. And I and I and I would be like, I'd be watching the kid who's like chugging on half a bottle of this children's cough syrup, and and you know, at the time I wasn't uh, uh, I wasn't you know uh, outstanding light of morality myself, so I just kind of like shrugged it off. But now I think I think back on it, and I'm like, my God, that's awful. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. No, those were not the days. They were never the days where you did that to a child. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh, you know, well, you know, my father threw me down a flight of stairs. Well, it was a different time. <laughs> no. It was never appropriate to throw your child down a fucking flight of stairs. <laughs> oh my goodness! And you know, if you racked your brains, you could figure out who it was. But and she would say, "Take your nine eye." And this fucking kid was like, "Yes, give it to me," because of course. Who doesn't want who doesn't want to feel a little buzz before you drift off into sleep, right? Especially when you're two, you know. Right. <laughs> Pleasant dreams, you know. It's like he's hearing Lucy and this guy with diamonds in his fucking head, of like you know, 15 years before he ever heard it. Yeah. Well, at any rate, so let's get back to the fact that you had a two and a half hour. <laughs> That you had a two and a half hour conversation with our new um, co-host, essentially, <laughs> who you are still referring to as that girl uh, Kayla, or I, that I, I chick. know her name is Kayla. It is Kayla. Uh-huh. I'm fucking looking for something on my iPad. And I can't remember what I'm looking for. I'm just fucking scrolling through pages. What the fuck are we just mm-hmm. looking for? What the fuck are we just talking about? 
Oh, I was trying to look on Netflix to see some of the shit I just watched. I watched some good shit. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Netflix is all on there. Oh, there it is. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Oh, so anyways, uh, since we're killing time, um, our last podcast, which I think um, to our level of uh, our capacity and talent was successful, which is not saying much, but you got in trouble. Yeah. Okay, so what did you say? What do (laughs) 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 Over which particular story did you get did you get in trouble? Well, it was over multiple stories of like the heavy (laughs) drug use. Drug use Drinking, general debauchery, thievery, right. attempted rape, arson. <laughs> Shut up. I always thought you're, uh, I mean, really, what's the worst thing that you ever did outside of that racially motivated hate crime? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, what's the worst thing you ever did? So these stories are really just, uh, they're asides, right? I mean, we live for years and years. I was never, like, I told her, you know, like, she was really fucking pissed at me. Okay, which one in particular did she take on? I don't know. I don't even, I don't, to be completely honest, I really don't remember. (laughs) I I try, but uh, I have so many exchanges with so many people over so many days uh, that it's hard for one to really uh, cement in my mind. And there are so many possibilities of what you'd be angry at over the course of your years. (laughs) I know, but there was one in particular. Okay, well, what was it? I'll tell you, the heroin. Oh, just heroin? Oh, jeez. Yeah. You I and like... Uh, she was more pissed about the lie than she was about anything else. Oh, you told her that you had never done heroin. Turns out you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, she was more pissed uh, about that. But, like, I was and like... And the yeah, fact like, that it was just minutes before the show, if I recall the show correctly yeah so she is not participating in the show anymore she's not listening to the show anymore so whatever I don't blame her I mean like I had to do some serious shit oh man so really it's like with every show things get worse and worse until Oh, uh, yeah. She, she just now, eventually, it, by the next show, she's actually going to be physically assaulting you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's going to be like an Andy Cap fucking cartoon where she's hitting you over that with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. So, I will, like, I just an update. She just walked in here, like, naked, which is super hot. So. Oh, okay. Well, like, she can't be can that angry. Her, like, no, she's not. She, you know. Unless but she was walking in the room naked because she was cupping defecation <laughs> that she was about to smear over your fucking face. No, she's trying to But that wasn't the case. She, was just, she just so happened to be naturally nude. Yes. 
Like in a, oh like my in god, a, she never. So this girl like has everything on point, but she has like fucking passwords that are like encrypted for the Pentagon. So she has them all written down like on a little piece of paper that looks like it was from like 1953. It's all like tattered and torn. It's like what are these pencil. passwords about? What are these passwords for? Just like Hulu logins, like Netflix logins, cable login, you know, everything, that kind of shit. Like email oh. logins. Like it's super smart because I always fucking forget my password every fucking time. See, here's the fucking thing I hate about Gmail. I think I finally got it back to my old password. But the thing is, like, oh. once you forget your password, you can't, like, reset it back to your old password. Oh. It's so fucking stupid. Like, why can't I reset it back to my old password if I remember my old password? I think you have to wait, That's like, a, good a question. year. And also, I always find, like, when they go, um... Like, uh, nobody even fucking uses you know, email anymore anyway. Why the fuck are you asking me this shit? That's... It. Well, I end up, I use Gmail a lot, I think, for various things. But, like, what I don't understand is how they'll, you know, okay. So I always forget my password just like you. I think we're um, men of a certain age and also um, men of a certain lifestyle. So it's not very conducive to remembering passwords. But right. they'll, then they'll go, okay, it's like, all right, okay, you don't remember your password? Well, here's a few questions that, you know, five years ago we asked you. And it's like, what's your favorite rock and roll band? And I'm like, well, fucking A, I don't know. Who did I like five years ago? You know what I mean? Right. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, or, um, you know, what uh, city did you grow up in? And I'm like, well, shit, five years ago I might not want to have to admit it to have grown up have grown up in Cleveland, you know? Right. So, but, <clears throat> yeah, that's just difficult, too. And then there's the whole, uh, are you a robot, which is always an interesting question to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I watched uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. And what did you learn from that? He was a sick fuck, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, I thought you were just going like, to say that he was very rich. Okay. He was so, rich, obviously, but mm-hmm. he was way into being like really young kids. Well, like, okay. Yeah, it's good that you watch this because I have spent no time uh, studying it, but I there's, you know, a little bit of interest. Are, was it really? Is it really a pedophile ring, or is was it was it truly a pedophile ring, or were there possibly a couple girls that were seventeen, sixteen type thing? No. Well, from this fucking movie, they sure make it seem like it was like a real ass pedophile ring featuring girls like ten to fourteen. And they really did say 10, because 10, like, here's my whole thing. All, all, um, all things that start with peta are bad, right? Are you, like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> are you, like, outside the fucking Hobby Lobby, like, in the back by the dumpster or something? Well, where else would I be? I mean, where else can <laughs> I, um, where, where else can I pick up fabric and, you know, possibly a uh, homeless person, you know? Yeah. Um. But oh, I, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, again, like I was saying, anything that starts with peta is bad, but there are variations. You know, like to me, uh, a 15-year-old is awful and it's illegal, but it's not a 10-year-old. They were saying that, you know what I mean? Um, But they were saying that girls as young as 10 were involved in this this ring. And did they have any proof or is that just speculation or hearsay? Uh, No, I think they had the checks. Oh. Well, then, you know, I can't believe it took so long for him to get his comeuppance, but it did eventually happen, which I suppose negates the idea of total conspiracy, because if it was, then he wouldn't have eventually been caught, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. Let's see. He developed an elite social circle and featured many women, including underage girls who were then sexually abused by Epstein and some of his contacts. Mm-hmm. So in 2005, police in Palm Beach, Florida, complained, uh, Palm Beach, Florida began investigating Epstein after a parent complained that he had sexually abused her 14-year-old daughter. Epstein pleaded guilty and was convicted in 2008 by a Florida state court of procuring an underage girl for prostitution and of soliciting a prostitute. He served almost 14 or almost 13 months in custody, uh, but with extensive work release, he was convicted of these two crimes as part of the controversial plea deal. Federal officials. Yeah. Wasn't there a thing too, like when he was, when he was serving that first, Thing. He he was just on work release for almost every out, waking hour of the day. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so he would just go back yeah. to his cell to sleep, and I imagine it was probably a country club cell. So there's a lot of bullshit going on with this story. You yeah. know, um, he was so, getting uh, preferential treatment. Yeah. Uh, but, but the thing is, my only thing about when people talk about Jeffrey Epstein is there there it's like this idea that. He was flying the Clintons and Trump in, yeah. and they were all fucking these 10-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I think that. maybe he himself was uh, uh, kinky to the point of uh, Marquis de Sade-level bullshit to where, thank God he's dead. Right. But I would imagine with most of these powerful people, they're fucking who they think are just 18-year-old prostitutes. And as an American, I have to I have to uh, say that isn't that you know uh, what you want to do eventually <laughs> have sex with eighteen yeah. year old prostitutes? They're <laughs> 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 of the highest caliber. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, come on, you can tell the difference between an eighteen year old and a thirteen year old dude. I mean, you can. I would I no, would I think so, but this goes back. This goes back to, like, that whole, like, uh, you remember that Roman Polanski thing? Yeah. Where he had sex. I think she was 13 or 14 years old, right? But she was also one of those, she was, like, a fashion model. So, you know, she looked like she she was 18. Yeah, Yeah, I think she was 13, too. And this just goes to show how, you know, thinking has changed over the years. Um. People actually were like, ah, he got a raw deal. I mean, a lot right. of people thought that. Like, 
yeah. you know, she's 13 going on 20. And I mean, that was just, just um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, she's at the party and, she, you know, she's got lipstick on, blah, 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 blah. She's Roman so, Polanski. Yeah. She probably wanted it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was just me a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> the I know, conversation right? thing. But I've, but I've actually like grown since last week, <laughs> and I think it's wrong now. But, I mean, if you actually look at it, uh, Roman Polanski got the uh, the Oscar for the pianist, and this was in, what, 2011? Yeah. Something but like that. Like, and he got, a, he got awesome. a standing ovation from the Oscar crowd. So, like, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. I think that's, like, they're all like, we're sorry. You can fuck a 13-year-old. It's okay. Excuse me. (laughs) That was the most eloquent thing you've ever said to me. The entire sentence was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) How did you want me to respond to that? No, I'm just saying we're like a couple of intellectual titans. (laughs) I'll tell you a couple of shows I've maxed out on completely during co- during COVID. Uh, I watched every single episode of Criminal Minds, great series. Mm-hmm. I've watched uh, a bunch of Cold Case Files. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single oh, I've seen. Er- I'm addicted to cops. I love like live PD yeah. too. So like on Prime, Amazon Prime, you can buy like some seasons of cops. I bought like five seasons of cops and watched like every single one of those seasons. Mm-hmm. And that's all I could find to buy. Like I would totally buy more. There's like 40 seasons of cops for Christ's sake. But like they're hard to find to buy. I don't know. If anybody out there knows yeah, how to buy got because cops, I mean, I mean, they don't want any. They don't. I mean, that they don't want any publicity. Soon, you will not be, be able to see an episode of Cops because you know they'll be able to kind of uh, selectively edit each episode and and say, "Hey, look at you know how things used to be." Blah blah blah. But um, let's get down to the the brass the brass tacks of this. You want you did tell me that you've been binge watching. The Facts of Life, starring Charlotte Ray. Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Drop? Hello? I can hear you now. Oh, no. oh, I, I said I totally would watch The Facts of Life if that was a fucking available somewhere. I mean, if it was only on one of these fucking the... streaming services. <laughs> Yeah, you, you take the good, good, you take the bad. You take them both. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life. I do think, like, honestly, if we're going to just talk about the facts of life for a second. Yeah. I do feel... <laughs> I feel that the facts of life, as a sitcom, did have a sweet spot. And I think it was, like, season two through season four where they were still in the girls' school, but the main set was the cafeteria. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It was when they just first, they got rid of Molly Ringwald and all those people, and they just had Joe. They introduced Joe. 
Wait, but it was like still at the school. You like those? I hated the ones with Joe. Well, Joe's in the last fucking seven ep- seven seasons. There was only one <laughs> season where it was there. <laughs> there was only one season where they had like a thirteen girl cast. But then there were two seasons, two or two or three Molly seasons Ringwald where it's still the so, first season of that show. Are you sure? Yes, Molly Ringwald is. Yes. Um, and there's also oh shit, there's one other semi-famous actress who is on it too. In the first season. Hmm. The first season, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but the main set was the actual like uh, downstairs part of the dormitory. And then there were like two or three seasons where the main set was like the cafeteria of the dormitory, and that's when they added Joe. And then the last like four seasons was. Uh, remember they like Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Um, G. Did they call her Mrs. G or something like that? Mrs. G. Yeah, Mrs. Garrett. She uh, <laughs> Edna Garrett. She bought that place and then was running a muffin shop. <laughs> <laughs> and that's to me where it jumped the shark. And I can't believe we're actually talking about this, but <laughs> it just goes to show that if you live long enough and you were born in a certain uh, era, you have actual information about the facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a spinoff of different strokes. Of course it was, because Mrs. Garrett was the uh, maid of Mr. Drummond. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's former housekeeper, Edna Garrett, becoming the house mother of a dormitory of Eastland School, a private all-girls school in Peachville, New York. The girls in her kids yeah. spoiled with girl Blair Warner the youngest gossipy Dorothy Titty Ramsey, an impressionable Natalie. <laughs> By impressionable, they mean chunky. <laughs> yes. Imp- impressionable who? They were all impressionable. They were 14. They were right about that age um, where Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> was yeah, abducted. Right. And sent them all <laughs> sent them all to that island. And the theme song while they were being raped and sodomized was you take the good, you take the bad, you take both <laughs> there, you have the facts of life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I wanna see. I wanna see a reboot of the facts of life, uh, set on Sex Island. <laughs> It's the same theme song. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, think about what happened with different strokes. Like, every, you know, every one of the young principal actors, I think, like, ended up either dead or in jail, right? Yeah. Oh, the kids? Yeah. What you, yeah. What you talking about, Willis? Willis had a massive crack problem. And then uh, Dana Plato. Did you like, I mean, I'm not a straight guy, but did you find her attractive when you were a young man watching television? Oh. Dana Plato. Arnold's uh, stepsister. Kimberly. Dana Plato. 
Oh. She's from the Different Strokes. Oh, so so maybe you're not that familiar with Different Strokes. What no, was I, your I favorite? What were your? Different Strokes like a little did you find, kid, right? What you talking about, Willis? Oh, well, yes, that would be, yeah, that would be uh, Gary Coleman was a little midget kid. Yeah. I'm just asking if you found his, his uh, stepsister attractive. I don't really have that much. Of, I just, she had like three red hair, right? Yeah. I, I would, well, because my point is I don't think she was, but I was just asking if you did. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think. What were, just like super what were your, okay, what were your, okay, when you were, say, like, seven or eight and like your brain was forming what were your like top three television shows uh dukes of hazard chips mm. and um probably this like cartoons i don't know like general cartoons what Dukes of, Dukes of Hazard has a thing going for it, except for the um, white supremacy, which has to be reckoned with. But like, right. do you remember, you know, the General Lee was just super cool, and like, it was just, it just looked cool. It was orange, and yeah. then it had the the Confederate zero flag. But I never, as a fucking someone who's eight years old, and I, I like had no idea. Zero one on the side of it, like a motherfucking race car. Yeah, like, I mean, that's what it was. They, it was a souped-up race car that they were just... I, I'm, not, I'm still not sure what the actual concept of the show was because I think they were kind of doing a... They were kind of, like, ripping off Smoking the Bandit. But at least with Smoking the Bandit, they were, like... He was smuggling beer across state lines for profit, well, they were right? Did, okay, so they were smuggling moonshine in Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were actually I mean, um, They weren't like just farmers that the fucking cops asshole and shit. They were actual um, But and then like, but the whole thing was, then Boss Hog always had his like side hustle too. So you think, really, in reality, they just would have joined forces. It would have been so much easier for everyone involved, and everyone would have been much richer. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have had the awesome chases with the fucking jumps where the cars land perfectly, like never smash, not a scratch on them. Uh, especially the uh, General Eight was very rarely damaged. Uh, the cop yeah. cars were. I mean, in a town of uh, one sheriff, and I think <laughs> usually they had two deputies. <laughs> <laughs> They must have, even back, even if you go back to the 70s when the car costs like $11,000 to buy, <laughs> you know, we're talking about they must have had a, that town must have had some kind of budget of around $185,000 just based on the fucking cars that were, were destroyed. It's like, do you remember, um, um, what did I just ask you? Oh, do you remember the name of the sheriff? What the well, oh the sheriff? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah um, well, there was Roscoe P. Coltrane, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Roscoe P. Coltrane. P. Coltrane, and then at some point he was uh, he was replaced by someone else because whoever the actor that played Roscoe P. Coltrane thought, you know, hey, I'm Roscoe P. Coltrane, I can move on to something you know grander <laughs> than this. 
and right. we all know what happened. That fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Okay, we're both in our mid forties. Okay, the, I think yeah. the actor that played Roscoe P. Coltrane was like fifty-two or fifty-three. Now, if for some reason I ended up on a network television show at fifty-two or fifty-three and it was successful, the last thing I would think is, oh, well, now I need to move to Hollywood. Like I need to go, you know, I need to move into pictures. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't believe that I've got this fucking show, and they're fucking paying me. It's filmed in Georgia. To, to banter with a dog, like to banter with a fucking hound dog. <laughs> I would be like, you know what I mean? I would be like, I, I, after after season two, I would say, hey, you want you want to give me a pay cut because I'll be fine with that. You know, just don't fire me. It's amazing. Actors are fucking amazing. Oh, I hope our friend but does I'm trying come to think, on. Look, Pardon? I was just saying, I hope our friend does come on because um, <coughs> one of the headlines I just came across is federal law enforcement use unmarked vehicles to grab po- protesters off Portland streets. So, okay. I mean, what? Okay, so you're saying that the federal federal law enforcement was using unmarked cars. Yeah. To grab protesters off the streets and what? And do what with them? Arrest them or? I don't know. So it says um, they've been detaining protesters since at least July 14th. Personal accounts and multiple videos posted online show the officers driving up to people, detaining individuals with no explanation of why they're being arrested and driving off. The tactic appears to be another escalation in federal force deployed on Portland City streets as federal officials and Donald Trump have said they plan to quell nightly protests outside the federal courthouse and Multnomah County Justice Center that have lasted for more than six weeks. Wow. Well, I saw that. I mentioned in Seattle. Oh, yeah. I thought they'd already dispersed that whole, like, uh, Chop or Chaz or whatever they were calling it. They, they hadn't? I guess not. Seems like it's still going on. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I think what would be really interesting, and I hate to, you know, do a callback, but instead of unmarked cars, they were marked, but they were actually all variations of the general. Oh, I think I think I, I don't know if like oh, how, no, how no, well no, that I would go Kaylin. over. <laughs> I, I think Kaylin's calling in. <laughs> Hello? I've been here. I've been Kaylin. here. For how oh, long? Sorry. How long have you been there? Um, for <laughs> seven minutes. 
Oh, shit. Well, why weren't you able to say anything? This is this is James. I did. He's I a said great hello. Ed- I said hello and three we'll- times. We were in the middle of reading, and I didn't want to interrupt you and be disrespectful. No, it, oh I, my actually, goodness! Honestly, well, you need to you need to stick no, up just, for yourself a little bit more. <clears throat> as much as I would love to I mean, Taylor for this, like I literally just now saw that she had called in, so <laughs> it's more my fault. Than it I just uh, now put her in the that's closet. absolutely awful. You are the worst engineer of your own show that I could ever possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah, guys, why so are you leaving the structure to me? I, well, I don't know. Here, well, here's the whole thing. Here's the thing. This is exactly what happened to leaving the structure to you. We talked the, la- the last time we talked after two hours of doing a show. We all decided that the structure would be left to you and that James and you need to talk about the structure. I texted uh, James your, your number. So it, was always, it was going to be held before we did our next program. And then James goes, when can you do a program? I said, well, I can do it tomorrow night. And he goes, okay. And then 15 minutes before he wants me to do it, he goes, hey, have you heard from that girl? <laughs> and I mean, I go, I go, you mean that girl that you talked to for two and a half hours? No. I thought you were the one that was supposed to be talking to her about the structure of the show. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> so we've been meandering from thing to thing. We have just been meandering like imbeciles talking about um, <laughs> 1970s situation comedies. We did talk about Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> for a while, Don't even get me in which I, I feel that somehow in a backhand way I was uh, either supporting or complimenting him as long as he wasn't having sex with women that were too young. And then we were talking about uh, the Dukes of Hazard. And have you ever seen that? Um, yes. You have? I have. Wow. The Dukes of Hazzard? The, uh, the movie or the television show? Oh, no, the movie. Oh, yeah. I saw the movie. <laughs> Did you even know there was a television show? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> My God. It's and you say that you're alive. It says that the first air was so approximately 18 years before I was born, this show was airing on CBS. Yes, and it was very popular yeah. as well. So I don't know why I was born. World War II, but I still know what you're exactly. talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, uh, have you heard about Jesus Christ? No, he was born the fucking uh, 2,000 years ago. He, uh, Jesus Christ, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I, it's not like we're comparing Jesus Christ to the Dukes of Hazard, but kind of. Listen, I understand. <laughs> hey, at least I know the Dukes of Hazard were real. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, what was real? Ooh. The Dukes of Hazard. You know, actually. Oh, my. Are you saying the Dukes of Hazard is real and Jesus isn't? I'm yeah, saying that's a very real possibility, yes. No, guys, I saw a video on YouTube. I'll send it to you. I saw a video of the Pope. Um, Walking on water. It, no, it was the Pope. The, the, um, I don't know what his fucking name is, but the current Pope in Italy. And he was literally um, talking about how 
Catholicism is uh, the Church of the Antichrist and how they've been deceiving people. I'll send it to you. It was weird. Well, he's and not a very good pope, then. <laughs> he's doing the very opposite of what a pope should do, Caitlin. I feel like he's the worst pope that ever existed. <laughs> he fails popehood hard. You guys are horrible at listening. <laughs> like Colonel Sanders yeah, being like, this chicken is finger-looking <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're going to listen for a sec. What did he say? <laughs> it was uh, He was talking about the Antichrist, and it reminded me of that conversation that me and you had had at the beach that one day when, <laughs> when we were drinking about how um, Catholicism is a brilliant religion, really, with how much control they impose on their people and get them to pray to a dead spirit. Well, that's true. They they do have it, but they you know what they have they have the uh, advantage of time on their side, you know. Two thousand two thousand years of being able to. So the Pope wasn't saying that. I thought you were saying that the Pope was saying that the Church is the Antichrist. He's saying, but he wasn't saying that. Um, that Catholicism and the Pope and all of that, that they have like a secret agenda and that it's pretty much just like the whole religion revolves around. Okay. Um, Again, he's a very, then if that's the case, he's a very bad spokesperson for the church. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, he is, uh, I guess they would call him the most uh, liberal Pope that there's ever been. Well, it's like, it's weird about it. I saw this video. Sorry, that's going to be from some guy on Harley really quick. What are you saying? I said, sorry, Red's got a bike track from some guy on Harley really quick. I'm sorry. I just can't smoke cigarettes in my house, so you're going to hear this thing. By the way, Kaylin, i got to tell you something. I think, you know, the way that the coronavirus is going and my ability to find a job and the money I'm making at my current job, I will be living under the underpass. (laughs) And and so when I'm living and I'm doing shows under the underpass, I'm going to be able to find great guests. I'm thinking um, there's a schizophrenic guy. He can talk to us about Jesus for about two and a half hours. There's this woman named Sylvia about, who has who has no teeth and a major crystal meth habit. What? Yeah. <laughs> is, is Sylvia the one that rides her bike around? <laughs> I'll be like, honey, do you want to talk for a couple hours? She'll be like, yes, I do. And then there we go. From there, I can just I I don't even have to talk. I'll just put her on my phone. And then she'll and then she'll put it then she'll put her yeah then she'll put my phone in the bike and ride away and that's the last you'll ever hear of me. I'll just be then I'll just be under the bridge with no means of communication, and you'll say, hey, you remember our old po- podcast co-host? Oh yeah, what what is he's up to? He's living under the fucking underpass because of coronavirus. <laughs> Sylvia will eventually hey, call you back. <laughs> I'm going to look at them and tell them that me and you have been anticipating that moment for quite some time now. <laughs> I know. It's just a, it's just a thing that's bound to happen. <laughs> right. I was, was just asking you an important question, right? And now I can't remember it. Fuck. Well, it couldn't have been very important. 
No, it was. It was a deep question. It was about our past. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember if you were the one who was with me when it happened. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Okay, so so while he thinks of that, (laughs) Kaylin, we've been talking about our favorite situation comedies from when we were eight, nine years old. You know, you'd come home after school you put on the television, they would have these situation comedies. They could be old or they could be relatively new and new in syndication. And we just were in love with them. So now you're young. What was, what were your favorites? What were my favorite what? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Like situation comedies, you know, sitcoms, uh, half hour comedies or whatever, when you were a kid. All right. When I was a kid. Oh God. Okay. I, I like, I was a fan of um there in the big blue house. <laughs> oh, there you go. I could talk about that. She thank God the the bear in the big blue house. Now here's the thing. I could talk about that for hours and hours. <laughs> if you explain to me what the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm assuming it was about a bear that lived in a big blue house. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say what I didn't say when you were two years old. I said like, you know, when you were like ten or eleven or whatever. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll just I'll just I like that show a lot. You liked what? That 70s show, and I like the nanny. Oh, yes. I actually kind of did like that 70s show as well. I think, like, the first few seasons are – I think the first few seasons are actually somewhat classic. And then it got really bad. And it did that thing where uh, the last season was, like, an embarrassment to watch because Eric wasn't there, and they hired some guy who was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and it became yeah. like a meta joke. Even the show was saying, who the fuck are you? And so it was really, it was very, very, very bizarre. But yeah, it had a great first few seasons. Because there was something like, something very 70s about the show. I mean, that's how like people kind of acted and behaved. And yet, I think, because the idea of being uh, 17 or 18 and hanging out with your friends, I mean, it doesn't matter what decade it's set in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like the. I mean, I like the nanny a lot. Fran Fine was a. Oh Jesus Christ! Dime. The nanny. The nanny. Yeah, with Fran Drescher. Huh? Yeah, with Fran Drescher. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fran Fine. Yeah. Maybe you want to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, like. I consider myself a nanny survivor. Oh my gosh. Um, what else? What else did I like? Um, I used to watch Saved by the Bell with my mom a lot. Who didn't watch Saved by the Bell? I was and a Saved by the I Bell like, fanatic. I like the Fresh Prince Who, of Bel Air. I never got into you know it. I was, made, I was just on the cusp. You know what I really fucking hated, though? I hated Seinfeld. Hmm. Really? And why is that? Really? Because you're anti Semitic. Uh, talked about this last no. time. You hate Jews. No, remember? No. You said, I just cannot stand Jews. <laughs> oh my God. Hitler was right. Yeah, you caught me. So no, it's all, I'm, I'm adding up the pieces. I'm putting the puzzle together. Um, who is your favorite character on the uh, Saved by the Bell show? Saved by the Bell? 
Tango? Who? That's the right show, Hello? right? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Can, do you hear me? Hello? Yes. Jesse, it was a Jesse Spano, AC Slater, uh, Kelly, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, Kelly I like Kelly Kapowski a lot. I, I like She had spunk. She had spunk. She, yeah, she was cute. Um, I liked, I liked that. Yeah. Everybody liked that. He was kind of dreamy. Have you seen those uh, Funny or Die, uh, Zach Morris is a piece of trash things? <laughs> no. Oh, you need to watch it. Okay, it's called Zach Morris is Trash, and it's just like uh, three minutes. <laughs> they'll, they'll do an encapsulation of Zach Morris and just like prove that he is everything that's wrong with humanity. And it really is true. I mean, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> he's absolutely awful, self-involved, you know. And at the time, we, oh were, we were sharing them on. Go, Zach. How Make it happen. How can I forget about my, okay, honestly, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. I don't know how I forgot. It was Boy Meets World. Oh. I don't think I really watched that show. That what was it called? To. I like Boy Meets World. Blaming Sloan. Boy Meets It's literally it's literally like she's talking to two ninety year old Jews. <laughs> I fucking were half dead. No, <laughs> I'm like, what are we gonna fucking blame Sloan for? What the fuck did Sloan do? I don't know. Oh my god. Well, my thing I've about Boy Meets World, show, and I did I have, I, did, <laughs> I went on a, and here's the thing, you know, I'm so much older than you, and yet for some reason when I was in my 30s, I did watch uh, Boy Meets World for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would watch it, uh, I would watch it over and over again. And, uh, you wanted so badly to make fun of me. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to make fun of you. Um, it's it's uh, my whole thing with Boy Meets World is you got, you know, these two smart, clever guys that, that are torn apart by this fucking annoying, self-obsessed, and very dumb woman. And she's going to hold him back for the rest of his life. Topanga, you piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> I love... Topanga, my I mean, could you imagine though? Like, think about it. Okay, so like, like uh, his yeah, first, his saw, first taste of his first taste of Oh my goodness, I, 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 I just, I'm afraid of like butchering another thing you said to me. The what? <laughs> the Jason Smith and Jada Smith. Oh. It's absolutely and utterly bizarre. Are we talking about their open relationship <laughs> that only sh- that's only open for her, apparently? I mean, who the fuck yeah. is he fucking? Yeah, it was, and then she said that she got into an entanglement. The dude was 23 years old. What? Talk about a woman. Yeah, well, I, how is that an entanglement? That's an entanglement from his part because he got entangled <laughs> in the web of an old fucking bitch <laughs> trying to molest him. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> she was entangled. 
Exactly. It would be like if, you know, your husband said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, honey. I, I, it seems that I got entangled with the babysitter a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, are you fucking kidding me with that bullshit? You're a scumbag. I saw this meme. I saw this meme. Or a gym coach saying I got entangled with the wrestler I was, the 16 year old wrestler I was training. (laughs) We got entangled. Red, Red, Uh I saw a meme the day after, and that said, it Mm. said, some of you, some people call it debt. I call it a financial entanglement. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, but the whole thing is like, and, like, I don't know if you've paid attention. I only have peripherally. Like, not really. But, you know, she does a podcast, too, where she's telling people how to, like, live their lives and, you know, in, like, very Oprah-esque Deepak Chokra ways. And she's fucking a 23-year-old. She, she's making this one of the most successful movie stars of all time a fucking cuck. <laughs> I mean, she's got some fucking balls. And what, I mean, what is Jada Pinkett Smith's, what, what is her defining role? How did she bring the extra, uh, they're worth $400 million. How did she bring the extra, you know, $2 million to the, their, their marriage? She made a lot on Catwoman, I think. She does that red table talk or whatever the fuck. <laughs> table talk. That's, um, that's what she said the entanglement thing was when she... She said that she was bringing herself to the red table. She interviewed herself for the podcast, and she literally That's what said I'm saying. to work right in front of him. She was like, she just said that she got into an entanglement, and he's just looking at her like this bitch. <laughs> I would be so pissed off if someone came at me talking about they they were sorry because they got involved in an entanglement. Well, they're obviously insane people. I uh, watched the, uh, there was a, years ago, there was a movie about uh, Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like a, a, a you know, mainstream never. documentary. Was never it both say what? never. Never say never. Yes, yes. Okay, so never say never has a very, and don't ask me why I watched the movie, <laughs> but I, I did. I want to know. So, I want to know. So, uh, well, because I, like I, I, I had a faux, like. I was like, 12. I was 12 okay. in the movie theater. Why were you watching it? Okay, because I had a faux relationship with pretending that I like Justin Bieber, me and my roommate, Jen, right? <laughs> So what what I did is I would have I bought like posters of Bieber, right? And then I bought um like a Hustler magazine. And so I would I I taped up posters of Justin Bieber. This is like right at the front door. Next to the wall. So there would be a poster of Justin Bieber and then there would be a, 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 a <laughs> this is true story. There'd be a photo of boobs, right? And then another photo of Bieber, another photo of boobs, and I'd go Every time I left, I'd go, Bieber, oops, boops, Bieber. Bieber, boops, boops, Bieber. You know? And so, so when the actual... Wait, why are you saying that out of order? I thought it was Bieber, boops, Bieber, Bieber, boops. Or I would just be like, boops, 
Beaver, beaver, boops, 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 beaver, beaver, boops, boops. Uh, however you wanted to do it, because there were so many pictures of all of it. There was like 13 pictures of boobs, and there were 13 pictures of Justin Beaver. <laughs> so you go, boops, beaver, beaver, boops, 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 beaver. Uh, so this is the, this is like that's yeah this is 2013. So like the thing came out and so I was like we gotta watch Never Say Never or whatever the fuck it was called. And so I'm watching it, but there's a very telling scene in it where um, uh, is it Jaden Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's supposed to be opening up for Justin Bieber, right? And like little Jaden Smith looks like he's 12, maybe he's a little older, 13 or 14 or whatever. <laughs> And he's getting a big break. He's, like, about to open up for Justin Bieber. And, uh, you know, him and Justin are talking, and they seem to be having a good time. And then uh, one of the personnel walks up and says, Hey, Jaden, good news. Your mom and dad are flying in on a helicopter so they can make the show. And Jaden looks like he turned whiter than Justin Bieber. (laughs) You know? he, like, he couldn't have been more, like, crestfallen that his parents were coming to see him. So I think that's pretty telling of, like, how awful his existence with them must have been. You know what I'm saying? They're probably insane people. They've never been checked for 25 years to either of them on anything that they've ever tried to do. And they've just been catch, you know, ca- cashing checks of millions and millions of dollars every month. And they're pedophiles in relation to Epstein. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're not going to hit me with that again. (laughs) (laughs) I said I'm done. I'm sorry. (laughs) It won't happen again, sir. I mean, like, at this point, who's clean from the, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein thing? Like, who, you know, is like, ah. But you know what? <laughs> if someone said uh, if someone said to me, hey, do you want to go to uh, Sex Island? I would go, well, I mean, is, is it temperate this time of year? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. If they're, worth, if they're worth more than $100 million, they're probably involved in some way. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I guess they say ultimate power leads but, to ultimate corruption. But also, hear me out, though. I don't. I also don't think that most of these people willingly decided to be a part. I think that a lot of them are being pressured and being held under duress and being blackmailed to keep their mouths shut. Well, it depends. I mean, if you have, a, if you have, say, say, okay. Say if you have, I can't believe we're getting into this fucking Jeffrey Epstein thing. Let's get <laughs> off it real quick. But say if you have yeah. gone to Sex Island on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein, not knowing that there were underage girls there, right? But you right. could get whatever you wanted if what you wanted was a young person, right? And then you want that young person to fill your whipped cream with your asshole with whipped cream and then lick it out. And that's your kink, Right. And then mm-hmm. it's been recorded. And yeah, exactly. they say, you know what I'm saying? So I do understand yeah, that. That's what I, that's what I believe. Um, and like you said, you know, it's really like a lot of it is no different than prostitution. Like it's not always like underage girls, just more so like yeah. girls in their younger 20s. Um, And I know mm-hmm. that that was a big part of it as well. 
but um, I think it was more of like a, they bring these people to the island, and like you said, if they, they don't could know what's get going the, yeah, on. Exactly, and They're, if they could they get them like into actual, party. yeah. I think it's like they make sorry. it sound like a party, and they make it sound like, oh, you know, like if you come to the island, like you can get whatever you want, you know, like if you if you take part in this and, like, come hang out with us, like, you can have all the money, like, you'll have the fame. You know what I mean? Like, that typical shit. And I think that they just, like, paint a good picture and, like, pretty much, like, you get there and they, like, kind of, like, force you to probably do some, like, entering ritual or something, you know what I mean, or get you to, like, partake. Are you, some, are you, are you saying if you're one of the girls? No, no, I'm saying, like, if you're, like, one of the celebrities or something that's going. Oh, well, they don't they, need that anyway. You know, what, the, what the celebrity would be looking for would just would be an anonymous well, sexual encounter with someone. Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, if it's someone, like, up and rising in the industry type shit, and they're, like, up and rising in the industry, and they're not, like, so far, like, they're, you know, they're getting up there, but there's, like, there's only like a, a limit that you can get to, and so I think that it gets to a point where you're you're getting up there and you're like kind of living the fast life and you're enjoying the fame, and they paint a good picture to you. You know, you come to this island, you can get whatever you want. Like you can get the women, like you can have all the money. Like you'll you'll be even more famous than you are now. You know what I mean? Just paint that really good picture, and then all of a sudden you go there, and they probably have you partake in some like shady shit. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe not with, like, a super young girl, but probably with, like, you know, a teenager or a girl in her young 20s. But it's still clearly very much so, like, sexual abuse or something. And then they they record it. And you know what I mean? Like, you don't know that it's being recorded. Oh, yeah, I, like, I'm agreeing with you. I, you know, and then like, all of a sudden, you get, you get like a little conspiratorial to me, but we can agree on the thing that what they were doing, it seems, obviously, was blackmailing people. I mean, because they don't know, yeah. like... It seems like how he got his know. money is they a bit shillish. Like, yeah. And then how about yeah. the story of him having a, a, a painting in his main foyer of Bill Clinton in Monica Lewinsky's dress? Like, I mean, what the yeah. fuck? Listen, these and people are the, fucking weird. Like, if you look into Adam Schiff, um, Adam Schiff was, like, cross-dressing. That's how Anthony Bourdain died. He didn't commit suicide. Um He's, he was in the he was in the room next door in the hotel with um, next to Adam Schiff and Adam Schiff had like bought a little boy like a black boy and he was cross dressing and he was like dressed in drag and he pretty much like raced this little black boy and at the end of it like the black boy ended up dying like it was it was accidental he didn't mean to kill him but he ended up dying and Anthony Bourdain was in the next room and heard everything and then they ended up suiciding him. Well, I mean, if, you know, if you're buying a black, where, where was this? In Bangkok or something? The, no, it was in the hotel. Um, I can't, it's not the standard hotel. It was one of those, um, oh, I'll, I'm Googling it. I'll tell you in a second. Is, what do you think about that story, James? <laughs> that means true. I mean, <laughs> there's no way that that's not a true story. Chateau Marmont, the famous hotel that they all go to. Oh, okay. Well, Chateau Marmont, I remember I used to, I lived in L.A. I used to walk by there every day, and they would say, uh, black boys for sale, uh, buy two, get one free. And it was probably that poor bastard that was fucking raped, sodomized, and killed. Probably. <laughs> well, 
All right. So let's go back into that's <laughs> extreme <laughs> conversation. It is a dirty world. It's an awful world. Uh, pardon? All right. Uh, by the way, you said this week that you're going to have somebody that we can call. Who is it? Me? Yeah. Are you kidding? Are you, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> you said the last You were show. supposed to have this all set up with Kaylin, who had to call in 45 <laughs> minutes late because she was taking care of her child. <laughs> and you expect because me to have someone. My one, my one request. <laughs> you are so out of your mind. It is, it is mind-boggling to me. <clears throat> well, next episode, we will have someone to call. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. We, we can find someone that is interesting, huh? Yeah, we can. We could maybe even try to get Adam Schiff on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) If you you make an ass out of me one more time. (laughs) Oh, stop. You know I'm just joking with you. I know. I'm just joking back. Okay. As long as we have a joke relationship. You think I'm a lot more sensitive than I am, really. Okay, well, then there we go. Okay, well, then I'm unleashed. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the biggest mistake of your life. Any woman telling me that she's not sensitive? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's that guy keeps dying? Hey, I do. I do have to sign off here pretty shortly, though. I got a fuck ton of dishes to do, and I was not prepared oh. for this evening. Well, you're doing a, a, a fine job as it is. Let's sign off in, uh, what, 20 minutes? I'll give you 10. All right, that sounds good. I'm going All right, to so what are we going to do for 10 minutes? minutes? I have Count backwards. Oh, that's huh? a drag. See, this is, James, this is why we actually are supposed to be scheduling these things. Yeah, James, you suck. <laughs> 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 All right, well, do you guys want to do the fucking next one? I'll write um, you up the schedule okay. now that I know. Now that I have your phone number. Well, well Brett, what's your okay. schedule like? Okay, hold on. Let me, let's check our schedules. Let's do this. Yeah, what's your work schedule like? I don't. I'm not currently working. I just have work in the morning, or I just have um school in the morning. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not really working either. I'm living off of unemployment. Same. Well, good for you, you bastard. I'm trying to like. <laughs> she said the same, so she gets it too. I'm like making more off unemployment than I was when I was working. I don't know if I should say that on air. But... Literally. A lot All right. More. So I closed the next two nights, so that's <laughs> a no go. But okay. So, and then here's the thing like, my Jill, we're not supposed to talk about it. My family is giving me a hard time that I haven't seen them in a little bit. So I'm going to have to. Okay. Okay. Do you, what do you think? What do well, you guys think about how, about? how about we shoot for like Monday? Monday night, all right? 
And Monday okay, night. how about Monday night, right? But for a, a, a big blast out two hour episode where okay. we actually get together and discuss what we're going to discuss. I'll make a schedule. Okay. I'll make like, well, like, not like a schedule, but I'll make like a rough draft outline and I'll send mm. it to, um, I'll send it to both of you for you to overview. Um, I'll do that. I'll plan on doing that tomorrow. I'll send that out okay. so that we can kind of like revise it and get like collect all of our topics and our thoughts together over the weekend so that on Monday yeah. we're not just like a scrambled mess. That sounds no, that fucking awesome. perfect. Yeah, thank you so okay. much. Cool. I gotcha. All right. So do you guys want to end it now or what? Yeah, let's let's just end it. I think we had a good conversation. We did, we did. And um I'll I'll have that sent out by tomorrow night for you guys to review, okay? Oh, that sounds fucking you, awesome. You guys okay, by tomorrow night and then you have like until like what, next? Well, Monday. So it's. Well, I'm just gonna kind of, I'm just kind of kind of um look through some things and write like a rough draft of like some topics, and then that's what I mean. Like I'll send it out tomorrow so that we can review it over the weekend and like tighten it up and everything because I I obviously I want all of your input on what we're gonna talk about. So I'm not just trying to like you know structure it completely. No, it's cool. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I've had fun tonight. Me too. It's been real, guys. All right, have a good night. Good night, darling. (laughs) All right, James, are we going to end this thing? Yeah, it's done. I'm ending it now. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.